Okay, well, so you're Dalad on the base, about halfway down, on Rabbi Shua, the double dot, on Rabbi Shua ben Kocho. Okay? Alright. So, on Rabbi Shua ben Kocho, Lama Kodma Pasha Shema, this is a quote from the Mishnah, where Rabbi Shua ben Kocho said, Why is the Pasha of Shema before Vahayam Shema? Why is the Pasha of Vahayam Shema before Vayam, the third paragraph? Now, you can't simply say because it's chronological order. Because even though Shema is in Vayetchanan, and Vahayam Shema is in Ekev, but the last Pasha is in Shlachacha, which is in Bamidbar, which is long before. And so it's not chronological. So what was, there must be a reason why Chazal, when they established it, we should say the three paragraphs of Shema, why we should say it in that order. So Rishul ben Koch and the Mishnah said, the reason why the Pasha Shema comes before Vahayam Shema is because Al Makhul Shemaim comes first. First, you've got to accept the sovereignty of Hashem. And then you go on to the Al Mitzvahs, which is in Vahayam Shema, it's called the Al Mitzvahs. And why is Vahayam Shema before Vahayam? Vahayam Shema is not a Bain Bayam, Bain Balaylo, because it says, Vahayam Mazatem, Asam, Esvanechem, talks about Tamatari, Vahogis, Vahayam, and Balaylo. And where is the third Pasha, which is mainly refers to Tzitzis, is something which is only Naik Vayam. So that's why Vayam Shema is before Vayam. That's what it said in the Mishnah. Now the Gemara will now give another reason. Tanya. We learnt in a brisa. Rabbi Shimon ben Yaichai Amen. Rabbi Shimon ben Yaichai says, Bedinhu sheyaktim shema lohoyim shema. It is logical that shema should, should become before lohoyim shema. Shezeh lilmod vezeh lelamid. Because shema is that we have the commandment to learn Torah. Because it says vidibaltabom. Vidibaltabom is about learning Torah. So that, that is said in the parsha of shema. Whereas the Hoyim Shema is only about Lelamed, So Lilmoid comes before Lelamed. Why? Because you have to learn in order to teach. If you haven't learned, you can't teach. And then he carries on, the Bible continues, Vahoyim Shema Lelamed. Why does the Hoyim Shema come before Vayama? Shizeh Lelamed Vizeh Lassayim. Because Vahoyim Shema just comes to teach. Because we said the Imad Temosam And the third paragraph, Vayama, only Vizeh Lassus, it tells us how, what to do about Sitzis. So the teaching comes before the mitzvahs. So there's the Gemara, also Gemara, an obvious Kasha. Otushma Lumad Ispe. We just said now that the reason why Shema comes Vahoyim Shema is because Shema has only got Lumad to learn. The portion of Shema is it just to learn the Lamed Velasa Lespe? Doesn't it also contain in it a, 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 a mitzvah to teach it and to do the mitzvahs? Why? Well, it says Vishinantom, Vishinantom Lavanecha means teaching. And that was apart from Udvidi Vasa bomb of learning it, it's also got Vishinantom, which means you should teach it. And Ukusharatem, that's doing. So in the first paragraph of Shema, you haven't just got Lilmud, you've got everything. You've got Lilmud, you've got Lalamid, and you've got Lazos. Vasu, and furthermore, we said Vahoyim Shema comes before Vayama. Why? Because Vahoyim Shema has got Lalamid. Whereas Vayama has only got Lazos. 
So he asked the Kasha, but how you have the Lamed who the Isbeis? He only got the Lamed. The Malzheim Masam is Menachem, Velasus Lesbei. There's not no doing of mitzvahs in there. Volksevus says Ukesharatem Ukesavtom. This is Lasus. This is doing. So we've got to rearrange the whole sort of the whole brayta. The, the brayta means different. And the halacha omar. This is what the brayta is actually saying. But dinhu, it is logical. Shediktav shemal v'hayim shemal. Shemal should become before v'hayim shemal. Shezeh, because shemal's got lilmoid or lamed v'lasas. Shemal's got everything in it. It's got v'dibrata bomb, which is to learn. V'shinantam is to teach. Okasharatem is to do. Lil Moid Lam uh Lil Moid the Lamed has got all three in it. Vahim Shamada Vayama and Vahim Shama comes before Vayama. Shayeshbola Lamed Velasas in Shem in Vahim Shamaya it's got Lamed Limatem and Samas Banechem and it's got Oksharatem Khosaptons with the Lamed of Lazas. Vayama and Baella Lasas Bilvad. Whereas the Yama is only a mitzvah of Asia. So again, Shema, the first paragraph is all encompassing because it's got everything. It's got Lilmaid and Lamaid Velasas. The Vahoyam Shema has got Lilamaid Velasas and Vayam has only got Lasas. So this is what Shimon Ben Yachai comes along with a separate reason other than that was quoted in the Mishnah by Rabbi Shua Ben Kochon. After Gemara, the table name with Rabbi Shua Ben why not say the same as Rabbi Shur ben Koch? Rabbi Shur ben Koch gave a very good reason that you should be Makabal al-Makashamayim first before you Makabal al-Mitzvah. That's a very good reason because it doesn't make sense. You've got to first accept that Hashem is a sovereign is, 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 is being and then after you've accepted that then you can go on to Mitzvah. So why do you have to bring another reason altogether? What's wrong with the first reason? Because normally in the command when you give sort of a second reason, or often, let's say, when you give a second reason, there's some problem with the first reason. Now, what's wrong with the first reason? So I said, well, no, there's nothing wrong at all. Chador, v'aitka omar. Rabbi Shimon says in Chador, there's one reason, which Rabbi Shua ben Kocho says, Kedeshe, kabbalolavol mongshaman t'chela, v'achakachi kabbalolavol mitzvah, that's one reason. V'aitam, furthermore, I'll give you an additional reason, another reason, m'shum de'isba hanimila achrinaisa, because it contains all these other ma- matters. In other words, because the Parsha of Shema encompasses more than does Vahoyim Shema, and Vahoyim Shema encompasses more than Vahoyim as we said. So it, it, it's just a, a, a different reason. That's all. Rav Moshe Yodei. This is a story now. Rav washed his hands, got up in the morning, he washed his hands, the Korokriya Shema, and he first read Shema, the Anach Tfilin Vatsali. And then he only afterwards he put on tefillin and he doesn't. So it's very important to note the order. The order is that he first said Krishna and then he said, and then he put on tefillin. And this Gemara is now going to ask a question. How could he do this? Well, Tanya, we learned in a brighter, somebody who's digging a recess in a burial chamber. Now in the olden days they didn't have a kavura like we have in the earth but they used to sort of hew out in the rocks um, they used to take the sort of stone out and there was a place and they used to slide the mace in. So that's where the kuch, kuch means a recess. But in any case they were busy with, kavura, with we call it kavura the mace. It wasn't really sort of burying in the way we understand it in the earth but it was, it was dealing with kavura. So somebody who's busy with that, Potter, 
he's possibly Kriyashima and Minatfilo Minatfilin. He's talking about a Yid who's digging. Nowadays, you know, we don't know, we have Gentiles to do that. <laughs> right? But in those days, you know, the Yidin did it. So the point is like this if they're doing it, we have a Kalala, Osama Mitzvah, Potamina Mitzvah. So therefore, they're Potamina Kriyashima from Kriyashima and Minatfilo and from Tfilo, Shmanesra, and Minatfilin from Tfilin, and we call Mitzvah Samaras Batira. And from all other commandments made in the Torah, why? On the basis, on the basis of the eyes of a mitzvah, possibly a mitzvah. They're doing a mitzvah of kavura samais, or preparing for the kavura mitzvah, and therefore they're potter from others. Now, Tosfos already notices that it says it's interesting. It mentions your potter from Krishna, tefillah, tefillin. We call mitzvah samoras matayra. It might as well have just said, your possum, your coal, mitzvah, somewhere is Batara. That, en- that encompasses Shema, Tfila, all the rest of it, sort of thing. So he says, no. If the reason particularly why Shema has got to be mentioned on its own, says Titus, is because you might have thought that you were only allowed to do mitzvahs, which you can do later, which, which, you, sorry, you could, you're only potter from doing the mitzvahs, which you could do later on much later on or whatever, you know, when you're finished, you'll, you'll, you'll attend to that mitzvah. But Shema, which has got a specific, a specific time, and if you're spending time with Kavura, you'll go past, you'll be over the Zman, Kriya Shema, that you might not be potter from, so therefore that's why it's got to mention, even though it says Mikol Mitzvah somewhere, but it's got to make a special mention of Shema. Anyway, so, oh, so Tzvila, now Tzvila, and Tzvilin, you see, Tzvilin, Again, tefillin you can you can put on all day. Tefillin you can put on all day. Tefillah is another thing because it is a zman tefillah. There is a zman tefillah. Um, it could be that tefillah is an old question whether tefillah is only the rabbanon or not, because Krishna is the writer. It could be that tefillah is only the rabbanon. So for that, so then you then you're potter. But he mentioned if you look at the titles there, Mekola Mitzvah so Morris Batira, Batira Dafka, not Midrabonon, Batira. The in time of a Kriyashima Lavi Bechal Mitzvah Samuras Batayra, why isn't Kriyashima part of it? Had I not learned specifically Kriyashima, had I mean I might have thought the Dafka, honey the Lesla who Kavir's the mum. Right? Only your potter, only those who haven't got a specific time, because you can go and do it afterwards. Have a Kriyashima Kavir's mum, not help as mum either. So you might think Kriyashima, you tuck up, not potter from. That's why it mentions Shema. Right. So now the brighter carries on. So that's the first part of the brighter is that you've a simple bright, simple shot. You're busy with either the mitzvah of Kavura, then you're potter from other mitzvahs. Fine. Then the, the, the brighter carries on and says, He gives the man Kriya Shema. However, when the time of Shema arrives, either you've got to go up, you, put, you go up to the surface, it means you, you've got to come out what you're doing. And wash your hands on minute tefillin and put on your tefillin. The kaira kriya shema umispalo, and you've got to say kriya shema, and then you've got to daven. Now, this brighter is a kasha against what Rav did, because what does it say? When you come up, when the time of kriya shema comes up, he's got to put on his tefillin. What does it say? Meniach tefillin, the kaira kriya shema. So what order does he have to do it? First he's got to put on tefillin, and then he says Kriyashima. So this kasha is a brisa, this brisa is a kasha against what Rav did. 
because we said Rav Moshe Yodai, he washed his hands and then first he said Shema and then he put on Tefillin and this Bryce clearly says that first you put on Tefillin and then you do Kriya Shema so that's the question on Rav but before we deal with the question of Rav the Gemara goes on to say the Bryce in itself is hard to understand because the Bryce in itself is a contradiction in terms Hagufa Kasha the Bryce itself is a Kasha difficult to understand Reisha Omar Potter, the Sefer Chayev. The Reisha says you're Potter, the Sefer says Chayev. Let's have a look at that Brysa again. Ha'chayev ha'kuch le'meitz b'keva, you're Potter, me'kriya shema, me'tfilin, me'natfilin, me'kolot mitzvah samuras b'tayra. You're Potter. Then carries on the Sefer, however he gives around kriya shema, when shema comes, you've got to wash your hands, put your tfilin on, and say kriya shema, and it's not all, and then done. So you're not Potter. So I, either you're potter or you're not potter. What does that brisa mean? So answer the hollow kasha. That that is not a kasha. The fact that there's sort of a contradiction in terms between the first iteration and the sefer. Sefer betray iteration bechad. The sefer, the end of the brisa, which says that the person who's digging the grave has got to put on tefillin and shema, etc., etc. That we're talking about when there's two people digging. Right? So one of them can carry on doing the digging while the other one goes and puts his filling on and doubles and says, etc., etc. But Reisha Bachat, Reisha, we're talking about only when there's one person. So there's only one person who's digging. There, he mustn't stop his potter completely. Right? So in other words, where you, when are you not potter? When there's two people. So when there's two people, one can go one. Now the Mephoshim discussed this and in fact it's Paskins in Yorodea and it says this situation applies only where one person is able to dig at a time right so there's no in other words you've got two people but only one person can dig at a time so therefore there's no reason that the other person once he gives an Krishna he can't go and say Krishna right however because there's no delay in any case Right? Because only, you know, if, if, if one of them goes to Davon, there's no delay in the Kvura, because in any case, only one person can, can dig. But where both people are able to dig at the same time, then they're both exempt, because otherwise the barrel, the, the, the barrel will be further delayed. Alright? So we're talking about only where there's only one person here can be able to dig. Right, that's, that's a side thing. But in any case, we've answered the brighter. Hola Kasha Sefer Betray, once there are two people, then one person can carry on doing the digging, one person can go and dab and put a tefillin on, etc. The ratio Bachad and the ratio where it says your potter Mikolmas, is only when there's one person, there's only one person to do the Kvura, therefore that one person is potter Mikolmas as Basara. So we come back, however, so now we've answered the Sira in the Brighter, but we've got still Mikolmakam Kasha Larav, still a Kasha and Rav, what's the Kasha? The kasha is that he said Krishna first and then put on Tefillin and the Brisa says that you first put on Tefillin and then you say Krishna. So that's a, that's a kasha to Rav. Answers the Gemara, you know the reason why Rav said this, why did Rav say Krishna first and then Tefillin? Is because Rav called Rabbi Yeshua ben Kocha Rav holds that Rabbi Yeshua ben Kocha. Because Rabbi Shua ben Kolcha ben Mishnah Omar says, Oh Malchus Shemaim Tchela, the Achach Omitzvah. First you have the Oh Malchus Shemaim, so you say that's why you say Shema first, 
And you only say Vahoshmaas was because Achach O Mitzvah. That therefore Rav accepted O Malchus Shemaim by saying Shema first, and only then had O Mitzvahs are putting Tefillin on. So he held that Rabbi Shua and Koch said O Malchus Shemaim come first, and then O Mitzvahs. So since Rav holds that Rabbi Shua and Koch, therefore that's why, despite the fact that the Bryce has said he did it the other way around, you know, that you should do it the other, the, that you should do it the other way around, nevertheless, he first took on, upon himself the old Marcus Shemaim by saying Shema, and only then the old mitzvahs of saying Tefillin. Okay. Ask the Gemara Akasha. One minute. When, does, when we had in our Mishnah that Rabbi Yeshua ben Kochel says that you say Kriya Shema before Bohoyim Shema, that's his Maktim Kriya Lakriya. When it comes to Kriya of two paragraphs, so you're Maktim the first Kriya of Shema because it's got Old Malchus Shemaim as opposed to the second one which has only got Old Mitzvahs. Kriya Lassia Mishamatlai. Have you ever heard that he says that, you sh- that a Kriya comes before an actual Mitzvah? Because here we want to say the Kriya Shema comes before the Mitzvah Tfilin. That's why Rav did it. Why did he do it? Because he holds like Rishur ben Korkor that first comes the Kriya Shema, the Old Mach Shemaim, and only after that the Old Mitzvah of putting on Tefillin. Answer tomorrow, but no, you can't say that because Rishur ben Korkor only talks about a situation of Lahatim Kriya Lakriya. You've got two paragraphs, so the first paragraph is Old is Mach Shemaim, the second paragraph is Old Mitzvah. But when it comes to a Kriya before Asiya, in other words, a Kriya of Shema before the Asiya, the Mitzvah of Tefillin, that we never heard that Rabbi Shurban Kochel said that. So that's one kasha on, on the answer that we want to say. The reason why, because we asked the kasha from the Bryce, and we answered the hell that Rabbi Shurban Kochel. The Gemara asked, no, it, it, that doesn't work at all, because Rabbi Shurban Kochel only says, Lahatim Kriya La Kriya, but Kriya La Siya, he never said that. The suit, and furthermore, me like Rabbi Shurban Kochel. Does he really hold like Rabbi Shurban Kochel, who says, Oh, Machshamayim first, and then Oh, Mitzvahs? No, he doesn't. I would even like him. The Omer of Chir Ba'ashi, Rav Chir Ba'ashi said, Zimnin Sagin have a imna kameda Rav. On many occasions, I was standing in front of Rav. Umaktim, he would get up early. Umoshi Yode, he would wash his hands. Umavorech, and he would make the bracha. Rashi says means bechavatayra. Umasni long pirkin, he would then give us a shear on Mishnayit. Umanach tefillin, and then he would put the tefillin on. And only afterwards he would say Shema. So from what Rav Ashi said about Rav, we can see that he disagrees with Rabbi Shur ben Kochel. Why? Because Rav, what did he do? He gave the Shia first. That's the mitzvah. It's the mitzvah to learn. It's a mitzvah. And he put that before the recital of Shema. In other words, what do we to say? Let's go over that Bryce again. Zimlin Sagin Avaka Aimna Kameda Rav. Many times I was in front of Rav and Maktim got up in the morning, Umoshi Yodem Mavarech, Umasnil on Pirkin. He gave us a Shia. The Shia was equivalent to Al Mitzvahs. Umanak Tfilin, Vahada Kari Krishma. And he only said Krishma afterwards. So what can you see from that? That he put all mitzvahs before all Malchus Shemaim. 
which is the case. And what does Rabbi Shur ben, And we wanted to answer that Rabbi Shur ben, he holds that Rabbi Shur ben Kochor, that old Malchus Shemayim comes first before old Mitzvah. So he doesn't even hold that Rabbi Shur ben Kochor. That's the second question. If you want to say, says the Gemara, but the loy mortals among Kriyashima. If you say, Rabbi Ashi, you told us this story about Rav. We're talking about where the time, you know why he gave the Shia before Shema. Because the time of Shema hadn't arrived. Right? And only for that reason that he gave the Shia. But otherwise he would have said Kriya Shema first. Like Rabbi Shema and God says, Oh, Mark Shemaim. There's a Gemara. No, Imkain, if that would be the case, my Asadzadzad Rav Chia Ba'ashi. What's the point of the Adas that Rabbi Chia Ba'ashi gave about this is what Rav did? That he got up in the morning and washed a yoda, he washed his hands from a varech, made birchas atara, muscle and pig, and he gave us a shia, and and only a manas fillin, and then he put on tefillin hadakar kriyshma, and only at the end he do kriyshma. If the time hadn't arrived, what's the chiddush of him telling us that? Of course, you can give a shia before the before the time of kriyshma has arrived. That's no chiddush. So Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Chia, but Ashi would he's not there just there to tell stories. He's to, to learn something out of it. And if, you, if, if the time of Shema had not arrived, there's nothing to learn out of it. It's obvious to everybody that you can give a Shia before you say Shema. That's not a problem. So therefore, we, we have to conclude at this moment that basically Rav did not agree with Rabbi Shua ben Kolcho. And that's the reason what Rabbi Chiyabashi said. So, what we, in other words, what we have to say is that the time of Kriya Shema had arrived. Yet Rav still put Kabbalah and mitzvahs, i.e. the Shia, before Kabbalah or Mahashemah Shema, which shows that he doesn't agree with Rabbi Shua ben Kochel, who says first, oh, Mahashemah, and then, oh, mitzvahs. And for the Gemara, says, no. La Do you know, but Emmaus, we're talking about, we're talking about Taka, that the time of Shema had not arrived. Ah, you're laughing, the time of Shema had not arrived. What's the Chiddush are telling us that you can give a Shia before you say Shema? The time hadn't arrived, it's obvious. No. The purpose of that, of that uh, Adas, which Rav Chia Ba'ashi gave, was nothing to do with telling you whether Omar Shemaim is first or Omar Mitzvah is first. That was nothing to do with it. It was in order to tell us that you've got to make Birchus Atayra before you give a Shia for Mishnayas. Because if you remember in the first Perak, we had a discussion, when do you have to make uh, Brochus? Some said you only have to make Brochus, Birchus Atayra, before you learn Sukkim from Tyra. The next one said, even if you learn Medrash. The next one said, even if you learn Mishnah. And the next one said, even if you learn Gemara. So he said that Ages is here that but Emma's the time had arrived. The time had arrived for the, the uh, sorry, the time had not yet attack had not arrived. It was too early to recite Shema. But nevertheless we're given this Aidus Barochia Ba'ashi in order to tell us that even though the time has not yet arrived, we're not talking about Al Shemaim or Al Mitzvahs. it's coming to tell us a completely something completely different than that. It's coming to tell us that you've got to make birchas Torah even if even on Mishnayim. So it's got nothing to do. So in other words, this whole point 
are that we wanted to pursue. The first question, so again, we said, how could, what was the original question? The original question was that he said Shema first and then put on Tefillin. How could he do that? The Bryson says opposite. So we answered the whole like Rabbi Shua ben Koko, who said, O Mach Shemaim, Tchilovach Achach O Mitzvah. And therefore, first he says Shema, which is O Mach Shemaim, and then the Mitzvah Tfilin. We asked two questions on that. The first question stands, because we said, when does Rabbi Shua ben Koko say O Mach Shemaim first, and then O Mitzvah? That's only Kriya la Kriya. But Kriya la Kriya doesn't say it. The second thing was because there's Adas of Rorochir, but as she said, and that was not a question, because that has got nothing to do with Rabbi Shurab and Karkar, that is to do with whether you make a bit of a before Mishnahis or not. Mikonokan Kasher Rav. Nevertheless, there's still a Kasher and Rav. We come back to the same question. So, we wanted to answer that Rav holds that Rabbi Shurab and Karkar, but we've answered that that doesn't work out. So we've got the same, we've got the Kasha on Rav, namely that, well, he read Krishma and then said Tefillin. And the other way around is what it says in the Brysa. The Brysa says first Tefillin, then Krishma. Answers the Gemara, very, very simple. Shlucha, he did others. It was a Shliach, the messenger who came and he brought the Tefillin late. So in fact, a Rav agrees with the first Brysa that you first put on Tefillin and then you do Krishma. I, why did he not do it here? He didn't have the tefillin. He didn't want to be over, explains Rashi, he didn't want to be over the man Krishma. So he said Krishma first, and then when the tefillin arrived, and the shliach came along, and he brought the tefillin, and he put it on tefillin. So it's all cause of, of a complete misunderstanding. Alright, we told the story last time, I don't know if you remember, about Ramosha, who, uh, he looked in the, uh, he was uh, at some suda, etc., and he had there was a carton of milk, a J&J milk. And he looked at it and he didn't take it. So word went round, oh, Ramosha thinks J- there's some problem with J&J. And after a few days it went round, the whole of America, everyone knew you can't use J&J. And then they went to him and they said to him, you know, the directors of J&J went to him and they said, well, you know, what's the problem with... And he said, well, why should there be a problem? He said, well, you were by a Suda and you looked in the carton and, and, and you didn't take it, you didn't take the milk. He said, no, 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 I looked in the cart and it was empty. So, it, it, all, it, all, it was all because of a, 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 of a misunderstanding. Okay, let's just uh, see if we can get to the Mishnah. Oma Ula, Ula says, Kola kari kriyashma b'lai tefillin. Anyone who says kriyashma without tefillin, k'ilu meyud eidu sheka b'lai You're saying eidu sheka because you're saying k'shat ha'lai t'aladecha v'la t'aladecha v'la t'aladecha and you haven't got it on. Oma chir ba'abam r'b'yoychanon if you offered an oil without a mincha or a zevach without a sochim or sacrifice without the wine in other words you didn't do the mitzvah properly right you can't it's a part of reading Krishna is to put to, to do it with tefillin on but on Rabbi Yochanan and says Rabbi Yochanan right so you come on Ol Shemaim anyone who wants to sort of do an Ol Shemaim a complete Ol Shemaim Yiponah, he should relieve himself first. For Yitl Yodov, he should wash his hands. For Yitl Tfilin, put on Tfilin. For Yitl Krishma, Misbalo. And he should then read Krishma, Misbalo. For Zuh, Malchus Shema, Mishlema. This is Malchus Shema, Mishlema. Now, why are we saying this? Because it, it comes to the same conclusion that what order you do it in. Kaira, Yitl, Yiponah, Yitl Yodov. The Yikro Krishma as the Yaniyat Tfilin, he puts on Tfilin, and only then Yikro Krishma. 
So in other words, because we had this whole story about Rav, how could he do it? He put on, uh, he, he um, said Shema first and then put on Tefillin. We answered that was only, it was a Shah Tzachat because the, the, the Tefillin hadn't arrived. So therefore we add on, it's all the same Inyan that Rabbi Yochanan says, Oh, Mach Shemam Shalema, if you want to do it in its proper way, is first you put on Tefillin and then you do Kriya Shema. And and you spell it as well, yeah. It is your near spelling, the Yikro Krishma, you say Krishma, and we spell it, you spell it, you spell it, yeah. But the reason why it's brought here is to tell us that's the correct order to do it. That Shlema means complete. That's the proper way to do it. That first you say, first you put on Twin and then Krishma. And similarly, the next thing is the same idea. Anyone who, when he gets up in the morning, he relieves himself and washes his hands. Or may niach tefillin and puts on tefillin the kara kriyshema and only afterwards reads kriyshema misvalo. Malo lavakosukil abonim misbeach. The pasuk the 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 Torah reckons there as if he built a misbeach. Vikar lav carbon is off the carbon. The chesiv it says erchat bin a kain kapai v'sovas misbeach Hashem. I wash my hands before tefillah v'sovas misbeach Hashem and I circle round the misbeach. So if you do it properly and you daven properly you do it in that order that is again the order that manach tefillin first you put on tefillin then kari kriyashima that's the proper way of doing it omne rova says rova loisova loa maki ilu toval do you not hold that if somebody washes their hands it's as if they've been toval their whole body zuchsev erachetz minichoy in the locus of arachet and Rashi explains zuchsev erachetz minichoy mashma erachetz for some reason I don't know you've got to have a grammarian here for this Erchat means kolaguf. Archit, because it's hifel, is a specific thing. When you say archit, I will sort of cause to wash, it seems to refer only to one limb. You know, a hand or a foot, whatever it is. But when you say erchat, erchat, according to Rashi, means kolaguf. So in other words, but since you're only washing your hands, what does it mean? Why does it use the an erchat, which is talking about the whole body? The answer is to tell you is that by washing your hands it's ke'ilu toval as if you've been toval your whole body have you seen this um, came from Israel and said the following rule you haven't got water to wash his hands before davening you should clean his hands by rubbing them either with earth, or with pebbles, or with chips of wood. Omelay Robert said, Robert said to Ravina, Shapika Oma. This Tamil Hokums, he said good. Miksiv Erchat Vamayan. The Pothic says, What is the Pothic? We just had it before. It was Erchat, 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 Binikoyan, Kapai, Vasavis, Mizokashem. I will wash in cleanliness. I'll make it clean. It doesn't say with water. To make it clean, which implies that you can use anything. Ideally, you should use water because that's the best thing to clean. But if you haven't got water, it doesn't say dusk of a mime in the pocket. It says just to clean it. You haven't got water, so you use other things. You use earth, pebbles, whatever it is. So Rav Chista lines a man to have that mind bitten slicer. Indeed, Rav Chista condemns somebody. He speaks against somebody who goes after water at the time of Tzvila. The Hanim Miller the Kriyashima. 
this ruling that you shouldn't go after water, that only applies to re- reciting Kriyashma, Abla Tvila Mahada. But for Tvila, for, 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 uh, when, for Dabnish Esra, you should go after water. Alright, now Rashi explains a very, very difficult Rashi here, which I'll be very, very brief. What's the difference between Kriyashma and Shman Esra? If you look in the Rashi here, in the third line down, the Kriyashma, it says, When should you not go after water? During the time of Kriyashma. says Rashi, Because it's got a fixed time. And we're worried about the Zman of Kriyashma. You will go past the Zman of Kriyashma. That's why you shouldn't look for water. And just if you want to wash your hands, just use earth or pebbles or whatever it is. But for Tvila, the Chola Yom Zman, you've got all day for Tvila, for Shema Ezra, then you've got to try and find water. So of course, all the Mephoshim ask, what do you mean you've got, for uh, uh, you've got all day. In the Mishnah and Kavod, which in Mishnah we will come to, it says, it is a Machlaikas, whether it's four hours, or whether it's Chatzah, it says Machlaikas, Rabbi Huda, and the Chachomim, but you've also got a specific time. So the Mephoshim answer as follows, they give various answers. One answer is, that a person who can't wash with water is considered an onus. And honest means it is. It, 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 there is. Uh, I'm just thinking of the English word. Uh, you know, when something comes up which you can't help, you're an honest. Um, and therefore, if you're an honest, then you can't daven shemun. You don't daven shachris shemun but you daven two menchas. So you've got the rest of the day. So that's what Rashi means by the rest of the day. Not that really. Paul Shachris has got a Twitter that thing. If you haven't got the water, you're an honor, so then you can daven two milchas. That's what one of them says. And I think Rabbi Yonah says there's a difference between Shema, which is a Dereisa, that's what I mentioned to you before, and Tefillah, which is only Dereisa. So a Shema, which is Dereisa, it's very important to say in time, don't start looking for water. Whereas Tefillah, which is only Dereisa, that you should go and look for water. And even if looking for water, it, you will be over the Zman, it's not, it's not, it's only Rabon on, it's, it's, it's not so bad. Uh, that's, that's what they say. So let, let's just finish off now. But I've come off. So it says, like, regard for filler, you've got to go after water. For Shmanesra, you've got to go for water. How far must you go? There's no water available. It says, I'd pass until a passer. A passer, incidentally, is about two and a half, three miles. For Hanamila And the fact that you've got to go two and a half, three miles, that's only in the direction that he's walking. Chazal did not say you've got to go back two and a half or three miles. But behind him, even a mill, one mill, which is about three quarters of a mile, he doesn't have to go back. But what has he got to back? Oh, oh, and from that statement, we learn he doesn't have to go back a mill. But if it's less than a mil, which is about less than three quarters of a mile behind you, then you do have to go. Because Chazal thought it's, it's, it's unreasonable to ask a person to go back away from the direction which he's going. If he's going that in that way in any case, okay, so you go two, uh, two three miles ahead, you go in that way in any case, you're not losing anything. But to go behind, only you only have to go uh, a certain amount, that's three quarters of a mile. Okay. So, sure.